Greetings and welcome to the inaugural episode of One Two Review. One Two Review is a podcast where three guys sit down and review movies. Sometimes we try out products and review them as well. Our rating system is simple. It's either a two if we like it or a one if we don't. We rate things until we get a total of 20 points on the big board and then we call it a day. Okay, let's start the show. One, two, all right, cool. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to One Two Review, where we uh, review movies. So uh, I and Brandon, uh, we are uh, subscribers to a, uh, a DVD uh, warehouse thing that sends us uh, hot new indie films that are kind of fresh, uh, and then we review them, and we give them a one or a two. Anyway, uh, to get to the point, uh, the film we're reviewing this week is a movie called Big Bear. This is a new film. It's a 2007 flick. It's kind of family vacation film. Um, I mean, what? It's kind of a, I'd say it's like a Griswold family vacation-ish movie meets uh, Into the Wild. Because it gets, it gets pretty fucking serious in the middle. It gets pretty graphic. Like it's it? a comedy, and then it yeah. gets like a totally family funny movie, and then it gets pretty graphic in the middle and pretty like, what is the, the movie with the rock and cutting off his arm? 28 days. Uh, 127 hours. 127, yeah, it's. A little like that in the middle. Some scary shit happens that we'll get into in the middle of the film. And then it gets really sweet again at the end and back to kind of that 80s, nice, family, funny movie. Um, so, yeah, so interesting, to say the least, about that part. Yeah, we all saw the film at the screening last week. I know um, we all pretty much enjoyed the film. I will be the first to say, it's not often I say this, but this is one of those films that I just wish was animated. Yeah, interesting. Why do you say that? Um, a lot of the special effects and the time traveling portion uh spoiler alert luke can you give us the spoiler uh oh warning uh spoiler alert thanks yeah there is a time traveling <laughs> there is a time traveling segment in the uh, middle of the film but um yeah it just it... i that's funny you say time travel i thought it was i thought it was like a flashback but I guess no, they go I, forward too, huh? I was totally confused on this. And so this is where I'm on board with the animation thing. Because if the, if we had just like cartoonish, you know, characters, it would have made a lot more sense because it's just like throwing reality out the window, you know? Exactly. That's, that's uh, my stance as well. When the dad gets bit by the bears and then the snakes are in the mix, you know, and he sort of like has this warping experience where time changes and the, the family sort of warps back in time. So, yeah, I mean, a spoiler, right? But at the end, at the end of the movie, everyone's OK, you know, after all the bear bites and everything. But, but, oh my gosh, to where to start with the fucking film, though? Because, yeah, they talk about the bears and the snakes. That is even complicated because, like, there's a whole part. So they're lost in the woods for a while. They're running out of food and stuff. Then they find the lair, I think it's called, which is, like, this big underground thing with all these animals in it. It's like an animal, what, kingdom, village? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like an animal it. society uh-huh. where it's and then, organized. Uh-huh, and then those... Uh-huh, uh-huh. The animals attack the family, and then, yeah, and then it goes into the weird time travel shit. So. Right. Once they um, travel back in time, they meet the ancients of the land, the Native Americans, uh, pass on some ancient wisdom that they happen to bring to the future of the society later on. So, who knows? This was a very strange film. Um, I did enjoy it, though. You know what? I- 
I kind of like, okay, so I do like it now that we're kind of talking about it, in that it starts out in kind of, where is it? It's like Los Angeles, right? It's like, or it's outside of Los Angeles. It's a, it's a shitty community or whatever that the family lives in. They don't fit in. It's a comment on, I think, like, like just families not not feeling like there's a lot of movies about individuals not fitting in in the world and this is a film about a family that doesn't fit in uh until they find their home yeah going to nature trying to you know reconvene reconnect with their roots through nature and find their place in the world you know ultimately they they it's like a coming-of-age family yeah. for a whole family. And so they go back, kind of and they film. can kind of see neighbors as, like, these animals, like the animals in the cave. Oh, yeah. And they can okay. sort of accept, you know, the, the unknown, the, the strange yep, you know, yep, whatever yep. culture they don't understand. And the, oh, and the title comes from because the dad is, uh, after they make peace with the animals in the lair, uh, he's titled Big Bear. They call him Big Bear, yeah. honorary. They give him the honorary title of Big Bear. Because the, the, I guess the bear that used to run the whole lair or whatever has, had recently passed or whatever. And that's because of humans. And that's why they were aggressive. Oh, my God. The movie's so complicated. But, yeah. It was really complicated. And I just don't think the CGI held up well yeah, and i don't good. think it'll look good well, in a couple and it's years a, but it's an indie film and so they didn't have the budget but so i guess you're saying i agree is like you shouldn't embark on a film like this without a budget or or do it in a smarter way like animation yep well that pretty much sums it up for me do you guys have anything else to add before we give it our review ooh, ooh, i like the guy there was like a the grasshopper whoever did the voice of the grasshopper i liked him was it Gilbert Gilbert Gottfried? Jeez, that was Gilbert no, Gottfried. Yes, no way. In an yeah. indie film, unmistakable. I no, I think yeah. it was a guy doing like an impression of him. You think it was him? Yeah, it was super over the top, Gilbert Gottfried. And what I think the director asked him to do was ratchet, ratchet up the gill. Give us more gill, gill to the third. You know, triple down on the obnoxious Gilbert Gottfried voice. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so I like that. I like. I liked it. Um, I give the movie a two. Luke? One. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a, a two. I enjoyed it. It was kind of a trip. Check it out. Cool. All right, so that is a, a, a one, a two, and a two. That's five. All right, we're starting so, with five. I'll go ahead and tally that up. Add that to the big case. board. That's it. Cool. It's five on the big board. Nice. Good. Five All on the right. big boys board. Five on the big boy board. <laughs> dubstep porn all right thanks luke how are you doing today luke i'm sick man i woke up with kind of like a hoarse little throat and uh uh cough and you know just a little cold but does make my voice sound a lot sexier so i appreciate that aspect of it. great awesome alex how are you doing mm-hmm. i'm good I'm, I'm doing great i made some cookies this morning they were delicious breakfast cookies breakfast uh, for cookies breakfast for cookies this week, we reviewed a movie called Barista, and uh, Barista is a modern uh, film, uh, 2017, and it's basically a modern-day retelling of Cinderella. Am I right, guys? You are right absolutely right, and I don't think they try to hide that fact. Nope. It's, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of Cinderella imagery. There is even straight up, there is multiple shots of Cinderella, like the book, the picture book and stuff, like on shelves. There's pictures of the DVDs. There's posters that say Cinderella. It is everywhere. It is egregious. 
We saw this together though, and it was kind of we had a little yuck up. We yeah, yeah, and it's it's about a guy too. That was the other big twist is that it's a barista, but and and so I thought it was going to be about a lady because it's supposed to be about like you know a coffee person that like becomes Cinderella or and it's about a dude. It's a dude fucking Cinderella, uh, which I thought was weird too. Also called a barista, not a barista or a baristo. Or a baristo, and there's a whole fucking monologue about that, which was super annoying. It's yeah, the- not a barista. It's not a brew. Yeah. Oh God. The one of many returning, uh, returning long jokes that they have going through. Yeah, the it was movie. very smirky and like uh, too cool for school. But at the end of the day, it was about a barista, which is a boring guy. It's a boring person. There's no X in espresso. Uh huh. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like every coffee fucking joke that your dad would make was was crammed in this as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, the actor that plays the main guy is so unlikable, too. So unlikable. Yeah, uh, pretty much from I the just, moment you see him, you um, don't like him, which is odd. He's, uh, he's whiny. Yeah, you first meet him, and he's doing his like closing duties, and his manager's there. And the manager is like supposed to be a dick, but it felt to me like the manager was just kind of being a manager. You know, he's like, do your side work and then go home, but like... I don't know, fuck. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the manager was... I don't know. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, he was just trying to get the barista to work, um, and he doesn't work. It's hard to talk about the barista as a character because he goes unnamed uh, throughout the whole yeah. film. Uh, okay. So he's so basically just known film, right? as the Guys, barista. There's some magic. He's, uh, because... So in Cinderella, she wants to go to, what is it, the big ball or whatever, right? That's the... She's trying to go to the ball with the prince, so like, because the prince is f- trying to find suitors. In this, it's a casting thing for a fucking movie, right? Because this guy's also an actor, right? Yeah, it's a movie funded by his coffee company, the uh-huh. Double Drip Foundation. So uh-huh. he thinks he has an inside. Um, it turns out he doesn't, and he's really starting from the bottom of the and, uh, film and industry. Uh huh. And then all of the other baristas that he works with all get to go to this audition or whatever, including the two mean baristas who he works with, which I think are clearly the stepsisters or whatever. Yeah. They're, I guess, obviously. Yeah. Broistas. Oh, maybe so those, those two the get to go to the audition. Um, you think they're going like to get that. it because they've got what? They've got all these credits on their resumes. He keeps talking about they have all the credits. So many credits. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, they're just working harder. Yeah. Just like, just like how the manager is just trying to do his job and they're trying to paint him as this mean guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like the writer of this film has some kind of like axe to grind with actually doing shit with his life yep. and uh, being productive. And it's like um, that comes through that comes through in the writing 100 percent. Like, man, just step it what up. What happens when he bumps yeah. his head mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the in the coffee well, shop? And then, when he's and then the, empl- the, the customer comes in who's clearly like the uh, the, the fairy godmother or whatever. Yeah, because the store is closed, the doors are locked, he bumps his head, and then suddenly there's a customer in there, and he's all caught off guard for a bit. Uh, yeah, might I add, uh, the fairy godmother is played by Rosie O'Donnell. Yep, you don't yep, see yep. her very Pretty often. Pretty interesting choice there. I was. Uh, she was obnoxious. She's not built. She's not built in the film at all. That was supposed to be, I think, like a big surprise, like at the end of Seven. I won't spoil that movie, but like, yeah, a big cameo was. Uh, that scene played out like she didn't even know her lines, nope. or just I'm Rosie O'Donnell. I'm going to come do this shit, and you guys are going to love it. Uh-huh. And that's and, it. And Cut. we did not. And then I'm out. She seemed drunk. You seem drunk. I heard rumors from the from the set that she was. Wait, uh, where, the internet. Okay, I was on this on Rosie O'Donnell blog, and they were talking about uh, her latest picture. So, oh, Rosie, Rosie O'Bloggle. Yep. 
Uh, yep. So anyway, so she gives him what? She gives him a, an audition notice or something. She sends him this thing on his fucking phone. So all of a sudden, this guy can go. Uh, he gets to go. Oh, also, yeah, he goes outside and his car is broken, right? And so instead of a pumpkin, she turns the, his Starbucks, uh, the, the trash. He's taking out the trash. She turns the bag of trash into a big van. Into a giant van, yeah. yeah. The, and the dumpster into, like, a uh, Oh, a and the best van. part, the so, yes, van. he has to manage two vans the I entire like, night. Uh-huh, and I like when she's like, look on the mirror, and he looks, and it's got the parking pass for the studio, so, like, he can park there and, like... Oh god, the whole thing was yeah, you're right. It's just some some LA actor writer guy that like couldn't make it just grinding an axe. Yeah. And uh she you guys don't remember this like she turned that homeless guy into a really hot chick into yeah, yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 to the audition, which was yeah. weird. God. Yeah, so he ends up making it to the audition uh, right before they're about to close the doors. They mm-hmm. thought they had a done deal. He arrives to the audition. Oh, yeah, because with... the bros, they decide they're like, we're going to cast the bros, and it looks like the bros are both going to get the part. The bro sisters, yeah. The broistas, yeah. yeah. They decide to split the one part for the two sisters. Yeah, yeah, didn't mean to interrupt. So anyway, so he goes in and... Yeah. He shows up with both fans, both have parking passes, his um, newly turned female homeless person also, as his, kind of as his personal assistant, yeah, I would still say. Maybe uncomfortable. Less of a date. More of a personal assistant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a piece of arm candy, you know, just to up his power at the at the interview. And he had those special, those Kanye kicks, those, well, I don't know what they are, man. I don't know anything about shoes. He shows up with his double vans, his uh, newly formed female homeless person assistant, and decides to wing the audition and completely improvise a scene. Unprepared, <laughs> once again. And it's a hit. Uh-huh. They are so stunned, apparently, by his performance, they don't really give him the, a right reaction. So he runs off, and he's, like, upset. Not before and, leaving uh, one of his uh, Yeezy Nikes behind. The director picks it up. Oh, my God, this movie's awful. Uh, director finds him in the hallway, gives him the shoe, puts the shoe back on him, tells him he gets the part. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of it, right? That's kind of the, it. Do you know what bothered me? And then it cuts later to, like, a few months later, and the and the, the homeless guy is still the secretary whatever f- girl friend thing. And it really bothered me that, like, he never got turned back to himself. Like, that guy was – it's like that character was murdered. Like, the homeless man's life, which maybe was shitty because he was a homeless guy. Maybe that's what they're I – don't, I don't know. I didn't like that, that they, like, turned him into a different guy forever. Yeah, that's barista for you. Small, sm- small potatoes. That's barista for you. Uh, all right, cool. Let's give this bad boy a review. What do you guys got? I'm going to give barista a one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a one as well. Yeah, one. All right, cool. That is a total of three. Good job, Barista. Three? All right, Mark. Luke, add three to the big boys board for us. All right. All right, it's up. We got three up on the big boys board. Well, cool. All right. That was it, guys, right? That's it. One Two Review is brought to you by Eraser.com. Eraser, a simple company designed to seek out and remove damaging photos or posts from the internet. It's never been easier to cultivate your lasting image with Eraser.com. One Two Review is also brought to you by 4hats.com. 4hats.com. We send you 4hats, you send back one, and keep the rest. 4hats.com. Alright, so let's get to it. So the film today is uh, called Puppy, 
Uh, we all saw this one together, which is cool. We all got together last week and were able to meet at an indie festival in Nevada, and we saw this film. It's called Puppy, and it's a it's a very serious film, right, guys? Pretty serious. Takes itself very seriously. Very serious. Very it serious. Is, very dark. Uh, very gritty. Whatever. Just to cut right to the chase, it is about a son who passes away, a little boy passes away, and then he is reincarnated as uh, a puppy dog. Uh, as a puppy dog. Yeah. A little uh-huh. golden retriever pup, American classic breed. Classic breed. Um, cool. All right, so let's set the stage a little bit, I guess. Um, this kid is is dying. Uh, we meet him, and he's got something. They were kind of vague about it. Kind of vague. Some cancer. sort of cancer, I think, yeah. I don't know. It was vague. They were like, this is Yeah, a there was new... like a bug bite thing. It, it was kind of meandering at the beginning of the film. We weren't sure where it was going for, for a little bit. I thought it was Lyme disease because he got it from a tick, right? I'm pretty sure like something he got. That's what that was. Yeah, which because I think it's like the dog stuff too. Like ticks are on dogs and so whatever. So I think that was part of it yeah, too. Yeah, there's so definitely, he can... definitely a connection with that. And when they got it, they showed they showed like the, the flashback scene. They were playing at the beach. And mm-hmm. it almost felt like the kid was a dog in that scene, the way they were playing frisbee and oh, running oh. around. And the... oh, I think the director wanted you to see that. Oh, yeah. yeah, he it's... was playing fetch with his little boy. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I see it's, it. Now. It's you know. Um, so then he passes it's... passes away, and um... uh, the bug bite looked nasty. By the way, there's that shot of the bug bite uh, all made up, like. It was gross. I think it was practical. I think it was just makeup, but it looked gross. It was like. Why totally did they do that? Totally Why did they do that? Anyway, uh, cool. Yeah, so you were saying, Luke, he passes. Yeah, he passes, and the, the dad's real depressed. He's got this kind of, you know, girlfriend, friend, whatever, not really sure. And <laughs> her dog Yeah, has, seems to be, just be crashing at his place the whole movie. Yeah. Un, for unknown reasons. On the couch, too. That was weird. She's like, they're clearly a couple, right? Who knows? Like, anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. She was a good actress. I liked her. But anyway, all right, cool. Yeah, she was great. Uh, and then so to fill the void, it's her idea to get the puppy, right? She says you should get a dog. Right. He does not want the dog. He just – they go to the pound, and it just bums him out even worse. Well, because he gets, he gets then, a plant. Right as soon as the kid dies, he gets a plant. He kills the plant. And so, like, she's like, get a dog. And he's like, I can't get a dog if I can't handle a plant. But anyway, he thinks, sorry. Keep he going. thinks he's going to kill the dog, too. Yeah, he goes to the beach. They're trying to cheer him up, and guess what's in his car when they get back to the car? A little golden retriever puppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Puppy. yeah. So it's like you know, fate. It's and he's trying to find whose dog is this. You know, nobody knows anything, and um, I just goes I home did with like the dog. I did like the fact that the dog was in like a a baby car seat, though. I thought that was. Yeah interesting well the, that's the kid seat he never took the kid seat out that's what that was oh was just boy yeah, that's gross right that's yeah. yeah like take that car seat out yeah because this is well the funny i hated that fucking there's that sentence where it's because this is three months after the kid dies right because there's that moment when the girl goes uh he's like how old is the puppy do you think and she's like it looks like it's about three months and this is like right after the three month conversation or whatever so yeah they're just really trying to make it very clear Anyway, so they adopt the, the dog, uh, they take it back, um, and then there's all these signs that slowly they realize that the, the puppy is clearly the kid uh, reincarnated or whatever. Like, the, the dog does the painting, that was stupid. The dog does a big old painting, and it's a painting that the kid had drawn, I guess, when he was a kid or whatever. 
Yeah, since when can dogs paint? I just, I've never seen that before, and they were really casual about it. They were like, oh, the dog did this painting, and it and just they don't happens show to it. look like, like if they'd it. at least yeah. shown the dog picking up a brush in his mouth or but like straight up they find the painting and they say the dog paint because the, the dog's covered in paint yeah anyway yeah they find the painting and then like the big aha is when he runs out of kibble for the dog mm-hmm. and so he's going through the fridge right and he's like do you want this and he eats the ham and do you want this he eats the cheese and you know do you want this and he gives him the vanilla pudding and he, the dog like goes nuts hates it mm-hmm. and that's the one thing the his son mm-hmm. never ate which was a, like a weird thing for a kid not to like vanilla pudding yeah. so he knew at that moment wow this is my kid which is i don't know i would for me it's like the painting because the painting was like a couple days before that and it's like yeah e- either of those either of those moments but the fact that he just started crying when the dog refused to eat the yogurt was a little bit intense for me whole thing the whole thing is intense i hated this thing man um i didn't i didn't like how unskeptical the girlfriend wife thing was she like bought it right away he's like it's the kid and she's like yep oh yeah that's clearly your your dead son yep obviously yeah like no no hesitation um i don't know yeah. The fact that they started dressing the dog up like the little boy, they really like leaned into him being the boy. Well, and I think that's put on the boy's the baseball hat, put on the boy's tennis shoes. Kind of, right? Yeah, that's a, such like... a weird happy ending for this sad, gritty movie to have this golden retriever walking around in a little boy's outfit. It was a dog will bizarre. probably die before the guy dies. So he's basically kind of... I was thinking that, yeah, yeah like exactly. the whole time. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he'll come back as like an animal with a smaller life expectancy even. He just keeps coming back as smaller creatures that live less. Like he's like a mouse for a few months and then like just a, a cricket for a day. Oh, you're saying he comes back as creatures that are easier and easier to cope with the death of. Yeah. So eventually it gets down to, to just like a cricket or something and it's just it's just All right. Not well, a big deal I hope at all. they make a sequel then uh, called whatever. Fly the fly. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's let's. Why? I hope they don't. I hope they don't either. I hope it doesn't ruin our next vessel going experience. Okay, I think I think you guys know what I'm going to rate this movie, but let's start with you, Brandon. Yeah, I wish I could give this movie a zero, but unfortunately, it's not part of our scale. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie a one for sure. Alex. A bold one. A solid one. Yeah, I'm not going soft eyes on a one for this one. It's good. The full hard one. Yep. So that that's is three logs. Three, three ones. Three, 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 three logs. For puppy. Three logs up on the big boy board. Boom. <laughs> All right. Tally cool. that up for us. Uh, what, what do we have in our last one? Is five. Three. Five plus three is eight on the big boy board for you. Fast Fire Product Review. <laughs> Oh, there's that sound, and that signifies that it's time again for another product review. These, These are shorter reviews, quick, faster, and which is funny because they, they definitely take the longest time to review. I know we've been working on this one for a couple months, sending this product uh, back and forth, so we both, all three of us, get ample time with it. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to be talking about a coat hanger, uh, and I think Luke currently has it. So, what is the it's, name? It uh, doesn't have a name. It's I think it's made out of pine. It's a nice, like, sanded and lacquered pine classic coat hanger 
with a metal hook. Um, I like it. It holds my coat. I give it a two. I put my shirts on it, and it was fucking great. I give it a two. Well, great review, foul mouth Alex. I'm going <laughs> to give it a one. I tried to put some slacks on it. And they That's true. Out. Uh, wow, that is true. Yeah, it's not good for slacks. It's great for shirts. Sorry for slacks. Yeah. So it gets okay. a one. Another five? That's a five. Put it uh, up great. on the big okay. board. So tell okay. it up, Luke. That's, uh, we're at 13 now. Yeah, well, this product we're going to be talking about this week is another coat hanger. However, this one is a version 2, I like to call it. It has telescoping sides, so it'll fit various sizes, shirts, and pants. Um, supposedly, it works better for slacks. I was really looking forward to this one. Alex, you uh, you currently have this coat hanger. Yep. Tell us about tell us about your experience. This is nice. It's uh, plastic and metal. It's got a telescoping thing. I've never needed it to telescope, so I found it unnecessary and, to be honest, a little daunting. It's got, like, some clasps on it, and, like, I just want a coat hanger, kind of like the first one we used. Uh, so, daunting, uh, one's one from me. Uh, Application-wise, I don't have the need for this. Just like Alex, it's telescoping for what? Some sheet? Big am pants? I hiding? Am yeah. I hanging a sheet or what? So, uh... You know what? I'm going to give it a two because I can I see potential. I also see potential. I was really looking forward to this product, uh, finally getting my slacks up off the floor. However, I felt they overcomplicated it. It's hard to strike a balance between the simplicity of a coat hanger and the future of slack hanging technology. And unfortunately, I think they bit off more than they could chew. Scientifically, yeah. That <laughs> more than their brains could chew. Yeah, More math than their brains could compute yeah simultaneously yeah. so i'm gonna have to give this uh, one as well which is unfortunate and uh oh, damn it all right on big boy board we're up at 17 we got one more thing to review and uh alex oh we- and even if it sucks we can we'll get out of here yeah that's true finally <laughs> all right uh, we're gonna do the fabre castile pit art uh pen uh it's a black pen with a meat medium tip um uh, yeah i i liked it it had a good, uh, when you put it on a page, it had a good smoothness to it. it had a good thick uh, ink, inconsistency uh, and a, a good snap when you put the cap on. So, and a, and a thing to put it in a pocket. So I like it. I give it a two. Great. Yeah, I got to spend a little bit of time with this pen. Um, unfortunately, it ran out during my time with it, so we weren't able to pass it on to Luke. Um, however, I'm going to say it was simply just a pen, and it simply didn't hold enough ink to last three three reviewers with a week each i mean to be fair it was an old pen i'd been using it for a long time okay well that would have been good to know i was left not able to sign multiple checks so well all right it doesn't take much to make a great pen um it does take ink the pen that i reviewed it didn't have ink it gets a one that's true you guys are being hard on it all right that is a one a one that's a four that's a four that puts us over the top at 21 on the big boy board over the top once Over again, ladies the and gentlemen. Top. Yeah, that's our show. Then that's nice our show. Work. Thanks for uh, tuning in, guys. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Brandon, for joining me today on uh, One Two Review. You got anything else to add before I shut her down? Mm-hmm. Stay chill over there, boys.